0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer
1: in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing
0: needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the Fan. If you need doors and windows, go to pellawi.com.
2: After our celebration, I uh, went out to uh, have a few drinks, and on my way home, um, you know, I was a little frustrated, upset, and um, I punched a wall. So that's that's how it happened. Pretty upset with with myself. There's there's no one to blame but me. Um, You know, I feel like I've let my team down, our coaching staff, our fans, you know, everyone. Um, I know how big of a role that I play on this team, and there's a lot of people counting on me. Um, But, you know, I guess all I can do now is cheer my team on and learn from it and don't make that same mistake in the future.
3: It is a final his season, this game, and a Cardinals winning streak. It all ends, and welcome in. Everybody, it is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. There's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. And the Brewers get a four-zip shutout victory. But the big news of the day, as you guys probably are well aware of by now, Devin Williams was stupid Sunday night. That's what he was, and he will be the first to admit that. We all know that. I'm not going to judge the dude. He did something stupid that night, and it uh, it definitely put the Brewers into a a, a much more challenging situation. I want to get your reaction on the game tonight as well as uh the devin williams situation at 4147991250 as the brewers get their 95th victory against 63 losses and still have a shot need to go 2 and 2 now two more victories to break the all-time regular season win total of 96 get to 96. got another record this year the record breaking brewers this year And they get the shutout victory over the St. Louis Cardinals, their 19th shutout of the season. That leads all of Major League Baseball. And that, folks, is why this team is a viable threat to win the World Series. That stat right there, 19 shutouts this year. Think about that. That's a big, big number, guys. It's a huge number. 19 of your 95 victories have been via the shutout. So now what does this do to the Brewers uh, moving forward? We're going to hear from uh, Craig council. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, president, uh, David Stearns on the Devin Williams situation. We'll hear more from Devin Williams and I- I'm sure he feels awful. And I'm again, we are not here. I can speak for myself, but, but most of you guys, we're not here to uh, cast judgment on, on the, on the dude. But we can all agree that it was a really dumb activity to partake in. You're going to have to turn the page. Another challenge for this uh, 2021 championship season. And I feel fine with Box and Hater in the back end. Guys, I really do. On the other hand, to get there, then what? Now, to me, this elevates the uh, roles of three pitchers. In the back end of that bullpen. One of them pitched today. And I don't know how much elevation into the back end Aaron Ashby gets. But he'll get more. I think he's made the playoff roster. He may have made it without the Williams injury. But he definitely is going to be on the playoff roster now. Left-hander throwing 98, 99, 100. Great break and stuff. He worked on that today. So that role increases. Now let's get to the other two guys. These two guys are going to find themselves into huge situations in the postseason. That is one Hunter Strickland and one Jake Cousins. Both of those guys are going to be relied upon to take over for what Box did in the seventh. Box is going to slide into that Williams role in the eighth. We all know Haters the ninth. Box the eighth. Now is it Jake Cousins. Jake, you got you to gotta land the sliders. You can't come in with with two aboard and one out in a huge situation where you're going to have to throw some strikes here. He's going to have to figure it out. On the other hand, Hunter Strickland in the postseason, do they stay with his normal practice? And that is closing out a start for a starting pitcher. You know, Hunter Strickland usually is the first go-to guy. Stop the bleeding right here. Woody Burns, Peralta. One of these guys gets into trouble, and it's the uh, fifth inning. That's Hunter Strickland right there, and so that means it's Jake Cousins. Does is is he the key in this bullpen? I mean, think about that. He's going to have a huge, huge role. He he just he just is, and this is a big, big hit for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, back end of that bullpen. Can they get through this? Well, you know, the other thing to keep in mind is the offense needs to pick that up a little bit. Devin Williams did address his teammates. That had to be one difficult conversation with the rest of the uh, roster here by Devin Williams. And, you know, I'm not going to... I am curious as to what occurred. I'm not going to speculate as to what occurred because the sky's limit on that how much alcohol was con- consumed, who was he with, what kind of situation was it, et cetera, et cetera. Was there a fight? Was there, you know, words squawked back and forth? Was this, you know, again, over a a, over a, uh, a, a woman? Was this uh, over anything? I'm not going to just, I, but I am curious. I will say just because we're curious by nature, uh, I, I just wonder. I just wonder what, what happened there. But the bottom line is, you know, this, this is such a big hit. And, and the word of the day is disappointing. I think more than anything. Yeah, you can add in dumb and stupid. But disappointing is probably the key factor here. And maybe they use this as a motivational tool in some regard. You know, I don't know how that, that's going to shake out. This is, a big, this is a big blow. I mean, this is, a, this is a lockdown setup guy. Guys, this is get to the eighth inning with the lead, and more times than not, staggering numbers will say that you're going to win that baseball game. Staggering numbers. Upwards of, you know, I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there, 97 of 100 games. You're going to get the victory through seven innings with a lead. That's the toughest part about all of this with Devin Williams. It's just unfortunate, but it's so disappointing. You can hear it in Devin Williams. Those of you just tuning in, we'll play it again here. This is uh, just about uh, 30, 35 seconds of Devin Williams, and you can hear the disappointment in himself. Check this out.
2: After our celebration, I... uh went out to uh have a few drinks and on my way home um you know i was a little frustrated upset and um i punched a wall so that's that's how it happened pretty upset with with myself there's there's no one to blame but me um You know, I feel like I've let my team down, our coaching staff, our fans, you know, everyone. Um, I know how big of a role that I play on this team, and there's a lot of people counting on me. Um, But, you know, I guess all I can do now is cheer my team on and learn from it and don't make that same mistake in the future.
3: Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's just think about, again... The the setting up of Josh Hader, and in the postseason to take that away. Now nothing against Brad Boxberger, he's been a workhorse out there. He had a nice performance tonight in the ball game. But it's different than Devin, isn't it? It's different when you got a lead into the eighth inning, and you're trying to slam the door with Williams and Hader. It's just so disappointing. I mean, probably the low point in the season. Coming at the worst time. Evan, your thoughts. It's disappointing. I you know, I'm beyond frustrated the frustration part of it, I you know, I'm not going there. Because it's it's such a staggering lean toward disappointing. And again, I'm not gonna judge the kid, he's gonna do what he does. But And he'll learn from this. You, you better believe he's going to learn from this. But, Evan, your thoughts when you heard the news today.
1: I think there were a lot of emotions that went through me at that time because he, even though he isn't having as good of a year as he had last year, which we can't really fault him for that. He was perfect last year. It hurts. It hurts to see a guy that good do something stupid. We've all done stupid things, especially when alcohol gets involved. Oh, yeah. I feel like I don't have to say that more than once. But you, you kind of wish for better judgment, although we know that mistakes happen. I, it's you can tell, like you said, that he it really feels bad. I mean, it sounded like he was about to cry sitting oh, in yeah. that dugout. I can't imagine what he's going through right now, and it makes it even better. Uh, Sophia on the. Uh, pregame show today said that when they did have that team meeting and he laid it all out for the team, they backed him up and I can only imagine how he's feeling, but also how good it feels to have your team back you up after such a, just a dumb mistake happens. And I, I that shows the, the closeness of this group, yeah. but, and just, I don't know. It hurts. It hurts because he was your second best bullpen arm and your bullpen outside of those two guys has a lot of question marks that could be good, but also very much could not be. So well,
3: it, yeah, I mean, Evan, you know, you're looking at now get to the ninth and, and you know, 34 out of 35 times you're going to get a victory. Yeah, statistically okay, so, that is true. So that's fine. Okay, th- then back it up a little bit. Boxberger, we know has been scuffling just a little bit in the last you know few handful of uh, outings. So, but I'm I'm not super worried about Boxberger. I'm, I'm really not. I, I think a low heartbeat like that, an experienced guy like that, I think he'll come through more times than not. He still but has an
1: ERA in the low threes, which is
3: not terrible. No, but it it's just not Devin when you need something right there. Uh, again, this isn't going to be cookie cutter in the postseason, guys. You, you, can't, you can't predict that it's going to line up exactly to where, okay, got the lead. Box is going to pitch the full frame of the seventh. Williams, full frame of the eighth. hay to the full fr- frame of the ninth. All bets are off here, guys. You may have had Devin Williams come in to the seventh inning with two outs if the matchup looked look good. Again, this, this is the cause and effect of this. And this is, uh, my fear is, is that at some point in the postseason, one of these games, we will be talking about that would have been Devin's spot. Okay? And I I don't want to, you know, put some bad mojo on this thing. But that's my fear, is that it's going to get to a lead in the eighth, and whoever it is out there, whether it's Box, Cousins, however it lined up out there on a particular game when we have to get on the air or when I have to get on the air on a post game show and say, that would have been Williams right there. That's my fear is that the stars line up and those baseball cosmic tumblers just fall into place and you hear the click and you say, that would have been Williams right there. That should have been a Brewers victory right there. That's my fear. So in the meantime, who in your mind needs to get into that role? Who in your mind needs to or or will be way more prevalent than we ever thought in the postseason? I've got three. Maybe they're no-brainers. Maybe it's Captain Obvious. It's Strickland, it's Cousins, and it's Ashby. 414 1250 We'll hear more on this. Uh, we'll hear from Craig Council on the game tonight, and he may – I add a little bit to the Williams situation we'll hear from David Stearns. And right now we're going to hear from you guys at 414-799-1250. You, you describe how you felt when you heard this news. I'm not judging you. You, you react any way you want. You, you, I told you my reaction. I'm disappointed. Not all that frustrated with it because I know we all do stupid things. And that was a really, really stupid thing. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're first up here on the fan. What's on your mind?
4: Hey guys, how's it going? What's up? Not so good, huh? I I like that Ashby kid. What, eighth or ninth?
3: Yeah, he pitched well tonight. Pretty good. Yeah.
4: Throwing a smoking ninety-seven. Now this Williams. We live in a state, the land of the brew, the home of the brew. These things happen. I they mean. do. And I remember you saying you like these celebrations.
3: Correct? <laughs> Okay, I I knew I was going to get that. Hell, okay. So what you're saying is you set yourself up for it. Hold on, what you're saying is the the, if the Brewers would have celebrated a couple of weeks ago Saturday, then maybe someone would have broke their femur or something. Then maybe someone blows out an Achilles later on that night. Come on.
4: I want to see a trophy of those them flags, that goofy trophy, and then the locker room, and then the champagne. Did did you see any champagne when the Bucks won it? I uh, maybe. I you know I doubt it.
3: When they won anyway, it all,
4: I'm gonna let you go on that. Okay.
3: okay. Didn't they celebrate with some beer and champagne or no?
1: In the clubhouse, yeah, or in the locker room, absolutely.
3: Yeah. It
1: just wasn't
3: visual, or what?
1: I don't know. I because I do remember seeing pictures of it
3: 100% drinking makes you do dumb things. It does. There's no question. I've been there. I, I, you know, I don't get violent, uh, but I've done some really dumb things. And I, I understand that it's an embarrassing moment for him. It's a learning moment for him, but it really hurts this team. It does. It's, it's, it's a shot to this team. In a really, really bad way, and uh, I, you know, again, I, I've been there. You've been there. We've all done some dumb things. Wow. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Todd.
5: Todd, you're next. Howdy, boys. Uh, Timmy, uh, give me a minute or so here. I'm gonna speak my piece. Um, yeah, I've been there a, a billion times. Um, uh, <laughs> I actually, I, I broke my arm probably the same in the same way he did. Um, and I can tell you, it's not going to heal up very well. Um, uh, it, it, I broke a couple bones um, mm-hmm. uh, on my uh, pinky and the other finger, and the other uh, bones on the other side of my knuckle got bigger. So I think his pitching days are done. I really do. I think Devin is uh, he's over. And and my wife uh, was a career bartender, and she reads people like a book. So when Williams was in the dugout. Stearns was next to him. And Stearns looked like the biggest pissed-off father you could ever have next he to him. He sounded like it, yes. Oh, my God, Timmy. If you could have seen him, his, yep. he looked <laughs> away from that kid. He didn't look at him. He was so upset with him. It was it, it was crazy. So I, looked, I, I, I was watching it, and I stopped it. My wife was in the other room. I says, hey, I come in here. I says, watch Stearns, and you tell me what you think. And I played it, and she looked at me after about 10 seconds, and she says, Devin is getting gone. And I said, yes, he's gone. Just like Grisham, booting the ball. He got traded. I think Devin Williams is going to baseball purgatory. He's going to get traded to the Orioles next year. Mark my word, <laughs> that man Jeez. is gone. And the only guy... Uh, and I'm I'm pissed, too. It, it's, hey, man, we've all been there. But it, 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 when Stern said it, he leaned his head and he looked towards the dugout. He looked towards the locker room. He goes, these guys are upset with him, too. And they're all pissed at him. Mm-hmm. So it's I think the only guy that's going to stop the bleeding, granted, Ashby, can do it. I'm sorry I'm so upset. I'm beyond upset. Oh,
3: okay, Todd, gotcha. Suter, but
5: Brett Suter is going to stop the bleeding.
3: Okay, so he's he's one of the guys, too. All right, thanks, thanks, Todd. Yeah, this, uh, again, this is going to, um, most postseason games are close. So what happens? That's the underlying undertone, if you will. That's the storyline, almost. Mid and late game for this Milwaukee Brewers run in the postseason. This is it. We're not going to, it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away from the writers. It's not going away from the reporters. It's not going away for the broadcasters, both radio and TV. It's not going away for the fans. You can't turn the page on this when it's a three to two Brewers lead after seven. Seven. What will you be thinking at that point? That's the toughest part about this. The the haunting of this. Now, again, I don't know who's going to be in there in the eighth. I'm assuming it's Boxberger. But that's the haunting part of this. It's not going to go away. We think baseball. That's that's the way we think, especially you guys that are up here um, night in and night out listening to a, a baseball talk show. We, we, there's no way you can block this out of your mind if the Brewers have a 3-2-4-2-2-1 lead heading into the eighth inning. There's, there's just no way it's going to go away. That being said, can the offense pick them up? Can the rest of the team and their chemistry, can can they use this as, hey, man, let's, let's not let this define us here? There's going to be more than just not having Devin Williams that will – Prevent the Brewers from winning the World Series. Isn't there? Let's see how these games shake out. Want to get your thoughts on the Devin Williams? Just, I don't know if it's a pun, devastating news. um, But that's just sad. It's, it's disappointing. It's super disappointing for everybody. And he mentioned it. Williams mentioned it. You know, his teammates. You know his his manager, the fans. I mean, he, he, he's saying the right things, that's for sure. And he seems sincere to me. He does. He seems impacted, um, big time with this, no doubt. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Brewers do get the victory today. That's that's a final there, as the uh, Cardinals' winning streak is over at seventeen, and they can lay that thing to rest. Um, the Brewers win four zip. A couple of home runs in this game. We'll get to Craig Council coming up. Get to more of your reaction. As uh, the big news, Williams out for the year. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show right here after a Brewers 4-zip shutout over the Cardinals on
0: The Fan. The game's over, and Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Dial him up now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 a.m. The Fan.
3: All right, welcome back. Brewers get a victory tonight to snap that losing streak against the St. Louis Cardinals at five, and that's that's a, a really, really good thing. Four zip. They get it done. Vogel back a two-run shot. Manny Pineapple, I think he's going to play a prevalent role in the postseason for sure. And who else is in that uh, back end of the bullpen? Because the news, Devin Williams, out for the remainder of the year, outside shot uh, at uh, maybe if they get to the World Series, which I think they should and will. So maybe, Devin, his season isn't all the way done yet. We'll see. Who's going to play a bigger, little bit bigger role, and how does this impact your thoughts moving forward here in the 21 championship season? 799-1250. All right, let's go to Tom. Where is he calling from, Evan? From Holcomb, Hi.
1: Wisconsin.
3: Holcomb, I'm, okay.
6: I'm yeah, Northwestern Wisconsin. How you gotcha. doing? Gotcha. Good. Good. You know, I'm sixty one years old. I have never in my life blamed anything that I've ever done on being drunk. That him saying he was drinking and so he did something, I that's on him. I don't frankly get it. And what was he Maybe you can tell me because I haven't heard what is what was he frustrated about? That I, he I don't
3: a... know. We don't know. And just uh, we're curious by nature, and that's this is just a personal thing for me. Maybe it's a drama thing, and maybe it's a TMZ thing. I don't know. Who 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 knows? But I am curious as to how this thing went down.
6: And you know what? It was just weird. Last night, my wife and I watched um, Bull Durham. <laughs> you know the movie. And yeah, oh yeah. You got to know which 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 hand to swing
3: with, right? You know, at every level, my son going through what he went through, uh, all his baseball in all his years, they knew that's just what you do with baseball. You always go oppo hand if you're going to get angry.
6: So that's my comment. I don't be-
3: this is unbelievable. It is ridiculous,
6: and I listened to the pregame with uh, Craig Council. He was diplomatic, but it felt like me felt to me that he was boiling underneath his answers.
3: Oh, how can you not be? How can you? How can you not be? If you if you're in that dugout or you're in that clubhouse, Tom. Thanks for listening on that Odyssey app. We'll talk again throughout the postseason. Thanks. See ya. Bye. All right. Yeah, you got it. Uh, You know, again, I don't get violent. I don't think I've ever gotten. It's just me. Some people are, and I'm not making excuses. But you know, we do get frustrated when, when things happen, and they, they, whatever it was, what, whatever got him to that point. But I, I usually just slam my fist on the side of my fist down on my thigh, and it's not that hard. I don't want to hurt myself. But that's—I mean—it it just you release a little bit. I—it's—it's uh, it's not the f- first time; won't be the last time a baseball player punches things. One—I you know—I heard earlier today that someone said, "Well, they're such competitors. They're such competitors that they—they they need this—you know—this this release, and they—they they get all ramped and amped up." Oh, BS. Get out of here. They're people. That's no excuse. That's zero excuse because you're not on the baseball field. Take that fist and pump it in the air when you strike out Bellinger next week or the week after. Take it when you get Freeman on a big pop-up. Then pump that fist in the air then. Get that release then. See, this is the thing. There's no chance... When Stearns and Council, and probably even Adonacio, when they found this out, their first knee-jerk or gut reaction, Tom, you're right. They had to be fuming mad. What? They got more vested interest in it than we do. This is their careers impacting their careers. Their team, his teammates' careers. Just saying, just saying. I, again, a dumb thing, stupid. You lose your mind. Control yourself. We're not savages here. Good gosh. Is that what we're getting to? Where we just need to? oh just I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's just it's a dumb thing. Again, I'm sure he's a great kid. I interviewed him when he was 18 years old, drafted out of high school. See, and I've interviewed him since, and he seems like a good dude. This lost control, momentary lapse, whatever it is. But it's impactful for this baseball team. Make no mistake about it. All right, where do you want to go here, Evan?
1: Let's go to Scott in Tosa. What's up, Scott? Well, let's bring us back to the positive side. First, we'll, uh, Crack a beer
7: here. and uh, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so it was a win. It was actually a decent offensive performance. It was a great pitching performance. You know, everybody picked him up. Oxberger actually looks really good. So Yeah,
3: that's good. And he's going to have to step up. By the way, Hauser ended his season with a 3.22 earned run average. That is Come awesome. Back.
7: Ridiculous, right?
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: So... So, um, yeah, what was my point? So you were talking about who's going to step into that role. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned three. You could put Boxberger right in that role also. I mean, he he showed everything today. He was kind of back to what he was, what, a month-plus ago?
3: Yeah, no, 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 no. But uh, maybe you misunderstood. Box is going to be that guy. He's the yes. eighth-inning guy. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced of that. So if, if that's the case, and, again, I don't I, – now, that's council's move, but if it's box and hater, eighth and ninth, who is it then that steps into the box role? Is it Cousins, Strickland, Aspie, Suter? Yep. Is there another Curry. name?
7: Well, here, here's the other thing. Once we get into the playoffs, how many starters are we actually gonna start? Are we gonna start three or are we gonna start five? Like we've been doing all year? So we uh, well, got two starters yeah. that can back into Mm-hmm. Middle relief, and we've got a week plus to get these guys in position. You know, stretched out the perfect way to maybe jump into that eighth, ro- eighth inning roll, seventh inning roll. Yeah, I- I'm
3: with you. Let's let me let me walk you through this. So let's say okay. uh, yeah. let's say Woody goes five, and uh, they work the pitch count up on him. And and it's just he's he, you know, he ran into a little trouble in the fifth inning. Brewers have the lead. Let's say two zip, three one. They're up by two. Okay. Yep. Sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. Let's go from the back end. There's Hader in the ninth, right? You're good with yep. that? There's Boxberger yep. in the eighth. Yep. I think I'm good with that too. Sixth and seventh. What happens there? That's why I'm saying. These two guys are elevated into that role. Now they could go matchups a little bit more, but if it's just a cookie cut, six seven eight, and nine, is it Strickland and cousins, box and hater and those four right in a row, six, seven, eight, 9, to lock down a two run uh, victory, how do you feel about that compared to?
7: Well, compared to obviously we had perfection before,
4: yeah, but yep. now
7: we still have a very good lineup there and maybe you have to put in Lauer or Anderson in the fifth and sixth, right? You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could. I, I mean, Hauser. Or, uh, or, I, or maybe they can pitch three or four in you know?
3: Yeah, it wouldn't shock me that Hauser has moved to the pen and the, because of the sinker baller and maybe they need a big double play out there mid to late, mid to later on in the game. That could be – I wouldn't rule out, honestly, that Eric Lauer gets a start in the postseason. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah,
7: yeah. So here's, right. here's my question, though. With this injury, I mean, do we know the extent of it yet? Because is this like a year injury, or is this
3: – No, they said the outside chance he's going to go into surgery, there's an outside chance that – If they do go to the World Series, I should say when they go to the World Series, that Devin potentially could be back. Long shot.
7: Okay. Yeah. All right. That would be
3: nice. Hey, nice, uh, nice hearing that beer cracking open. I like that. All right. Have a good night. (laughs) A National Coffee Day. (laughs) All right. um, Let's go to Fat Man. You're next here on the fan. What's on your mind?
8: I completely agree with some of the things you're saying and don't agree with a lot of the things you're saying tonight. Okay, shoot. So, you're looking at the back end of the bullpen. I see Adrian Hauser coming in. He can pitch like the seventh and eighth inning. You got Ashby. He can cover for the starter who can't go long enough in the game.
3: And that normally is Strickland's role, though.
8: Normally, Well, Strickland's there too, but I'm guessing they're going to leave Boxberger off the postseason roster. What? He has been that bad the last few weeks. Not a chance. They're going to leave Boxberger off the roster or have him come in or have him come in in mop-up role when they're losing. (laughs) Okay. That's what I would do if I was counsel, and counsel's like the master pitching manipulator. They're going to put, like, the the back end of the bullpen, beyond Williams and Hayter, I trust no one.
3: I I appreciate you a lot, but I'm not down with that at all. Boxberger is not only going to be on the postseason roster, he's your eighth-inning setup guy. He's Devin Williams right now.
8: Hauser will be that guy.
3: Well, the problem with Hauser, and I I get where where you're going with Hauser, and and I don't necessarily fully disagree with that. Hauser... The sinker baller when you need a big ground ball. The problem with him is his his command. You you can't be coming into a, a one or two run game in the seventh inning, uh, and and start walking guys. You, you can't do that. His whip is too high for that kind of role. But hey, maybe they're forced into using him, a little bit better.
8: That's what I would love to see, is him coming in in the seventh eighth inning when they need a guy who can get some outs.
3: Okay. All right. They're going to all got, have to step up. Make no mistake. They, they all you, have to pick up got, for Devin.
8: You got Woody. You got Freddie. You got Corbin Burns. Two of those three guys you got to count on to get the outs. And again, they're, they're going to beat the Braves. It's when they get to the Dodgers or the Giants, I'm assuming the Dodgers, that you got to worry about that.
3: No. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah.
8: The front end of the lineup. They're going to get their outs, and somebody's going to get in trouble, and you're going to bring in Ashby or Lauer to get those outs, and then you can put Hauser in the back end.
3: Okay. All right. Good, good deal. That helps get right. them th- out. Th- thanks for the call, Fat Man. Thank you for the call. 799-1250. Uh, I don't, you know, the Boxberger thing. Wow. Okay. Uh, Roger. Roger, you're next on the fan. Devin Williams night tonight.
9: Yeah, unfortunately, you know, um certainly there was I think the, on the anger side of things, you know, I can see stern um being having that primary emotion, but the thing that hit me and uh is that uh certainly console feels disappointment, anger, but you know what? Being a good teammate is something as you've uh, stated, is a principle and a value that he's built this team on, and I think he's feeling also a sense of failure to a certain degree, and that you know one of one of his players went off and did something like this because certainly I couldn't have you couldn't uh, pick an act or uh, a lack of self-control um decision that would impact the team at this level and because of that, you know, for what it's worth, the guy probably, given what was at stake, um probably has a anger problem. I would guess, you know, that's probably the case because there was so much, so much at stake. But hopefully, you know what, you mentioned that You'll probably be talking about situations where Williams would have pitched here, Williams would mm-hmm. have pitched there. Let's hope you're talking about that. But it's a case where his teammates step up yep. and uh, and they pitch well and they get the win anyway.
3: And maybe the offense just goes crazy here and gets on a roll and, and picks it up that way. All right, Roger, th- thanks for the call. Yeah, he you know, uh, Craig Council, although he's not... He's not old. He's not, he's not an old dude. So he relates to these guys a little bit more than, say, um, you know, uh, Joe Madden would. More of a father. More of a father type. Craig Council is not quite that to, to his team. But nonetheless, I, th- I think there's a certain degree of that in him. And those of us that are parents... I mean, we know our kids do dumb things. They just do. They do. Your kid's not perfect. Trust me. Mine certainly wasn't. And and everybody's, you know, kids are going to, I think that's the way council feels. And so to a degree, maybe he, he understands that you, know, you get 20 now 28 man roster. Someone's going to go off the rails once in a while. That's just the, just the law of averages, matter of time. You try and hold it together, but, man, a tough, uh, a tough, tough day. 414 799 Hey, before the break, we are going to hear from Craig Council on the other side. Before the break, Evan, uh, let's get to uh, David Stearns and his, uh, his response to what happened as he addressed the media earlier today.
10: Devin sees it as a learning moment. Look, we're... We're all disappointed. Um, Devin is disappointed. I am disappointed. Um, We've got a clubhouse full of guys in there who are disappointed. I think we all recognize that if we judge anyone by their worst moment, um, none of us is going to like what the picture looks like. And uh, we recognize that. We know Devin. um, and, And we're frustrated. We also really feel for him.
3: I do, too.
1: I do, too. Evan, you feel for the guy, right? It's hard not to. I can only imagine the guilt that Devin is feeling right now. Yeah, I mean, there's there's
3: baseball and there's life. And sometimes the two worlds collide. Just happens. You know why? Because we're human. (laughs) That's kind of how we're built. Things happen. They just do. We have to make smart decisions. And as you get a little older, you get a little more wisdom built up. And you do ultimately end up making better decisions. And uh, I agree with Stearns. He, he will learn from this. There's, there's no question, question about it. And if he doesn't, I have no sympathy for him at that point then. Now you know. Now you know. All right, 414-799-1250. Brewers do get the victory tonight for Zip, and they have an opportunity with four games remaining to get to the 97-win uh, mark at 95-63 90, uh, and 63 right now. Go 2-2. Two and two. You've got a franchise record in victories, and I'll leave you with this into the break. This team has been known to pick up players and pick them up and carry them. They've done that with other players this year that maybe haven't made some stupid decisions off the field but just aren't performing on the field. JBJ, Christian Yelich, expectations haven't been met, yet they're 95 wins, guys. That's how good this team is. They're They're still a threat to win the World Series, no question, despite what happened today. It's Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Postgame Game Show. Craig Council next, right here on The Fan.
0: What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper, brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to Beef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show on the fan. Well, let's get
3: some more reaction here after Devin Williams uh, had some, uh, well, he had had an issue Sunday night, that's for sure. Uh, The Brewers do get the victory today, 4-zip the final. And uh, now at 95 victories with four to play here in the 21 championship season, well, they've got a chance to break the franchise win total mark in the regular season, uh, which would be 97 with a couple of more victories. All right, we'll get to council in just a second. Let's get to Richard. Been with us for many years. Richard, you're on the fan.
11: How do you do, Tim? What's Sad night For Brewer fans, for, for Williams, uh, I just hope that his career will not be uh, negated because I worry about his ability to be an effective pitcher again, his ability to grip a baseball. His pitch is the, is the change-up, and it's a special pitch.
7: He's it's a field pitch.
11: Yeah, and will that in surgery uh, uh, to the hand affect his ability to grip the ball the same? That's what concerns me, his long-term future. The other thing is, I remember as a young man, I did some silly things, <laughs> and um, drinking alcohol can affect one's judgment, change one's temperament, and sometimes as a culture, we celebrate with alcohol. Maybe we need to learn to celebrate without drinking or drinking responsibly, uh, and too many people forget forget that uh, the alcohol is a drug you can change judgment or alter judgment mm-hmm. and change one's temperament. I'm not going to judge him. I just wish him the best.
3: Yep. Yep. Me too. And, and all right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. And I feel horrible for that. That moving, that whole moving forward thing, um, that, that, that is a concern and, and you know, guys have come back from, from things like this uh, and sometimes worse. But you're right on the on the alcohol thing. Now, I enjoy drinking beer. I really do. You
7: know. the,
3: the booze thing, ah, eh, you know what? the booze thing, you know, the Jack Daniels, uh, that's 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 a little little bit different, and I, I do partake in that too. But the beer thing, that I really, really enjoy. But that whole you know what what happens here is that oh, I don't know, that whole responsibility thing gets in the way. <laughs> of my love for beer. So it's a balance. I think it's a balance um you know, it's a mental balance too. And I agree with you Richard because um my girlfriend wonders that a, a lot too. She's she's constantly like does does everything have to involve a couple of beers? Does everything have to involve, you know, going to watch the game down at the bar? Does a celebration always have to have alcohol? Um, yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I shouldn't say everything. But again, we, we're making... It diminishes uh, a bunch of judgment. We've been there. We know. That's why we understand this. I think we, we're pissed. Yeah, some people are pissed. They're frustrated. They're disappointed. But we certainly understand it. I, I think there's stre- always strength in numbers, and I, I do believe this, that um, when when you go out partying, I think it's sort of a brotherhood of who you're out there with, and you kind of hold each other in check, don't we? Evan, do you like if if your if your buddy's doing something really stupid? Like, hey, I got this rock. I'm gonna throw it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna th- throw it into this neighborhood over a couple of houses. She's, she's, just listen for where it lands.
1: Oh yeah, I think even if you are inebriated, there's always someone or a couple of people who are the peacekeepers and can stop a fight from starting or can stop dumb things like that from starting. So it's one hundred percent true. There's always like, you know, the group dad or the group mom, that kind of thing when you drink.
3: And then you get to the point, I, I think age is part of this. It is. Much like anything else. I are just dumb. Just we're just dumb when we're young. We're still learning. We get we we could have the best guidance in the world, but we're still gonna make some questionable decisions. That's for sure. All right, Uh, Craig Council has got to be pleased with this victory. Getting back on track here uh, against St. Louis, 95 victories, playing the string out here, four to play, lining things up for October 8th. Here's Craig Council after the Brewers win.
12: Craig, to get those relievers out behind Hauser and to get the performance that you did with everything else that happened today, how promising is that, that those guys pitched so well? Well, those guys have pitched
13: really well all year so um it's 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 not surprising um but you know frankly at this point what we're doing is we're scripting a little bit of our reliever usage um and so that was this was kind of the script tonight that we were thinking um you know that was the scenario we thought could happen and it went pretty went went pretty well obviously um so um that check box that for the, everybody and then we'll move on in the next day with the next set of guys Craig, considering the success that Adrian's had against the Cardinals this year did you feel pretty good about putting him on the mountain I feel like you have a good outcome yeah I mean I thought it was a, a great way for Adrian to finish he's had a fantastic season um, and really happy for him that he was able to finish with five scoreless and a, and it was it just. I mean, his sinker was impressive again. I mean, he's he's throwing in counts where kind of they know it's coming, and it doesn't matter. Um, and that's to right, spe- specifically to right-handed hitters. So it's the sinker has been special this year. It's a special pitch. Um, you know, when you can throw a big league hitter a pitch, they know it's coming, and they hit a ground ball. You know, a week that's that's impressive. Um, that, that's how good the pitch is.
12: Craig, is that also
13: considering he faced the Cardinals three times in this month and to still have yes. that kind of success? Yeah, that right. Like I mean, you're out? right. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, it's it, not a secret. Um, and I think that, again, highlights the quality of the pitch um, and it highlights where he's where he's putting it. Um, but he, he continues to. To take steps forward and he's, he took a big step forward this year. That was his challenge, is is take a big step forward this year. Um he's he's got some guys in the rotation that are pretty darn good. Um and then he kept up with them and I'm proud of him for that because it's it's not easy. Those guys are doing some pretty special things and I feel like he kept up with them. Craig, you know we like big round numbers, but uh what, what is the the number of fifty is in road wins for you guys this year mean to you? That's a pretty impressive stat, isn't it? Yeah, well, we had a little challenge early in the year, about 45 road wins, um, kind of among the coaching staff, um, and oh yeah, we passed that a little ways ago, but um, to get to 50, it's, it's, a, it's a big number on the road for sure, it's, it's not easy to do, um, and it, it means that, um, you know, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a sign of our consistency this year, uh, that we're able to do good things home and road, um. But we we've played well on the road this year. There's there's just no doubt about it. We played well, really 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 well on the road.
12: When you guys got 45, did you get together as a staff and celebrate that, or was it was it move along? No, it
13: was it was it was a, it was a move along day. Uh, but uh, I think we did it pretty early. I think we did it. In Cleveland, maybe. Um. That's right. Uh, right. Is that right? Cleveland? Yeah. So it did, happened a while ago, but, um, no, it, not nothing, nothing special, but it was, it, it, look, you set a goal and you achieve it. It's you celebrate it a little bit for sure.
12: Craig was part of the script Ashby multiple innings, or is that just the way the game broke down?
13: Yeah. I, Ash was going to pitch today. I think with the way the game worked out, I thought it was a good spot for him to to finish. We were, it was, he was going to pitch today for sure. Just, um, how much kind of just the game kind of dictated. I thought it was a good spot
0: for him to go to. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame Show on the fan. Out for the season. Oh, Vogelback gets into one. High fly ball right field
6: and this one is going to fly out two outs in the sixth inning The Brewers lead it 3 to nothing now as Vogelbach
3: pops his ninth of the season. Yeah, a two-run home run in this 4 to zip Brewers victory, 19th shutout on the season for the Milwaukee Brewers and that is a huge number, guys. It really is. And, and you heard Craig Counsel talk about, you know, the pitching staff has pitched uh, well all season long. And you can look at that two ways. And, and again, it, it's going to come down to a situation. It's going to come down to an outing in the postseason. So some fans may think that, well, yeah, the, April and May and, and July, they don't count once you get into the postseason. And there's something to that, and I understand that. But there's also something to what these guys are. And what these guys are are a great pitching staff. They are. Collectively, and I like that. But 19 shutouts on the season. 19 of your 95 victories have been via the shutout. That's awesome. That two-run shot by Vogelback. Your ABC audio, video, play of the game, and the Brewers' four-zip victory. Manny Pena also went yard in this one, and the Brewers. Now we're going to hear from Daniel Vogelback in in uh, just a second here, but. The Brewers now are sort of formulating that playoff roster, and so are we. And as we move along here, four games left in the 21 championship season. Vogelbach is on, him and Telez. I mean, that's a nice bat to be sitting there on the bench, Daniel Vogelbach. But there are some questions now, especially with the Williams situation that came up today. Aaron Ashby, I think, is a lock into the postseason uh, roster. But there are also some debates here on a JBJ. Tyrone Taylor, does he make it? Jace is a lock, his versatility. Do they hold three catchers, which would allow Manny Pena more pinch hit opportunities? All that to be worked out in the next four. We're going to hear from Daniel Vogel back next here on The Fan.
0: Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. All
3: right, we'll get in that uh, Brewers Clubhouse and hear from Daniel Vogel back in just a second here. But uh, threw out there on Twitter earlier today um, your reaction on the Devin Williams injury and, uh, the, the hit that it took for the brewers and pretty interesting comments we got on Twitter, Evan.
1: Yeah. Ben replies, not a problem. The brew crew will, will roll on without him and off into the final stages of the 2021 championship season. There you go move ben. forward. Michael said could definitely cost the crew a world series. It'll be interesting to see what the organization does with him. He was clearly the future closer, but mistakes like this could stay with a player for a while. Well, okay. Who knows if he can get his grip back on the airbender. And who was that that tweeted that? Michael. Okay, Michael, you're right, it could.
3: Now, we don't know in what, you know, the, the, you win in it as, as a team and lose as a team. We don't know how all of these games are going to shake out. But as I said an hour ago, the situation is probably going to come up where the Brewers have the lead and it's the eighth inning. And then then we're all, you know what we're all going to be thinking. Let's just go to the, the absolute extreme. And that way we can reel the conversation back in a little bit. Let's go to the extreme, go all the way fast forward to the World Series. And Devin is not back. This is an outside shot from what we understand. Okay, say he's not back. And it's, again, I'm going to the absolute extreme. I'm not predicting this. I'm just saying what could happen. Go to the eighth inning of Game 7 of the World Series. That'll put in for a good thought. What else, what else do you have, Evan?
1: Uh, this one is from Nick. He says, obviously really upset and frustrated with what happened. Devin is a young player that made a dumb mistake, and hopefully something like this won't happen again. I think the bullpen is still good without him, but it's a hit for sure. Hopefully it won't cost the team in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, Nick's a good guy. I've known Nick since he's fourth grade, maybe, somewhere in there. So thanks Thanks for the
1: response, Nick. What else? Uh, RDE says, does JBJ make the postseason roster now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe at a
3: walk and a hit today. He's starting to heat up a little bit.
1: Um, I don't know. Randy said, "Isn't the movie Bull Durham required viewing for players?" For sure, all pitchers should know the Crash Davis line: "Don't punch anything with your pitching hand."
3: Yeah, I know that, and and I think in inner baseball circles, it's it's kind of one of those unwritten things. It is these these baseball these baseball players are 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 like that and there's there's just those things that i won't say etiquette but just certain things are given and that that that's one of them in most cases
1: just two more here daniel says that's why la wins every year they don't drink like us wisconsinites we know how to celebrate (laughs) uncontrollably that's funny all right and the last one dave said i'm so mad at this news i want to punch a wall
3: Yeah, then that's, yeah, that's very creative. Yeah, it sucks. It definitely does. But they're going to have to overcome. Hey, you know, again, you can blame me for jinxing this thing. What did I say yesterday on this very show? That clearly, earlier in the season, it was, quote, the year of the injury. Well, that continued today regardless of whether it was an off-the-field injury or not. Still somewhat the year of the injury. But it's also the championship season. And and I have a feeling that there's going to be a guy like Daniel Vogelbach, maybe a Tyrone Taylor, someone you didn't know that's going to launch a three-run bomb in a huge situation for the crew in the postseason. Could be Manny Pena. I mean, someone's going to come up with it. And Daniel Vogelbach, I think, has made this playoff roster not necessarily for the game tonight, a couple of hits, including the two-run home run, but just because it's nice to have that bat and a good eye off the bench from the left side. Here's the Brewers' first baseman after the victory.
12: Danny, we just sort of asked Hauser this the same way, but you want to win every game you play. but To be the team that won 17 in a row, is it a little, a little sweeter just how, with how well the Cardinals have been going?
10: I mean, I don't think you really worry about um, what other teams are doing or, um, you know, how they're playing. I think it goes back to just us <clears throat> controlling what we can control. Obviously, they've been playing great, but that doesn't affect how we play. Um, and just want to try to go out and play as good of baseball as we can um, for the rest of the year, and um, on a good note, and uh, carry it over into the playoffs.
13: Daniel, what do you think about the way Adrian's pitched against the, the Cardinals in particular? He's really kind of owned them this season and especially in this last month.
10: Yeah, I mean, Hauser's thrown the ball, you know, outstanding. I mean, he throws strikes, he gets ahead early, um, he pounds his zone, and he gets ground balls. It's fun to play behind. Um, you're always on your toes. You know it's going to happen fast. Um, and, you know, with the middle of the infield, and the uh, guys we have out there on defense, um, you know, I like our chances, you know, when the ball's hit uh, to those guys.
13: Bogey, that, that opposite field single that you had, um, you know, down the line before the homer, can an at-bat like that, I mean, carry over, you know, like when you have an at-bat like that where you execute well, can that carry over into, you know, the rest of the night?
10: Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, but you know, Nicholas was throwing the ball really well tonight. There early, we didn't really get many pitches over the plate to hit. Um, so credit to him for that. I mean, he was you know it was either a ball or was um, you know placed very well in the corner and didn't give us a chance. Um, so sometimes you got to take what he gives you, and I, I felt like that was kind of all I could really do with those first two at bats. Is shoot a ball the other way. I tried to do it. Um, my first at bat with a runner on third, and he, he just beat me. Um, so just try to take what he gives me and, um, you know, when I get a good pitch, you know, try to put a good swing on it and, you know, drive it. Daniel, you guys
13: haven't had a real breakout game offensively, I guess you could say since the Cleveland series. How do you, how, how would you say that in your eyes the offense is performing here down the stretch? Do you feel like, you know, you guys are in a good place even though you haven't had one of
10: those big breakout games? I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, a breakout game may, mean that we score a bunch of runs but you know i think you can um it's really the only not the only thing that you can go off of i think we've had a lot of good at bats um you know some balls not go our way some hard hit balls um so i just think that you know doing little things like we did tonight you know with <clears throat> runner on second and third and esky hits a ground ball to first to get the guy in you know little stuff like that everyone's gonna matter especially when you have the pitching staff you know that we do that's been throwing the ball uh, as well as they have all year you know everyone's gonna matter so I think it's just Having good at bats in situations where we can get runs, uh, get guys in. And, um, you know, when guys make mistakes, you know, putting good swings on it, um, you know, like we have in the past.
12: Daniel, what, what's your perspective of the Devin Williams news? That, that had to be a disappointing for everybody today. And how, how do you feel about the way he handled that just from a teammate's perspective?
10: Uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's not something... you expect to hear, Um, but, uh, you know, it's good for him for, you know, standing up. And I think it takes um, it takes a man to be able to stand up and, you know, talk about it and, you know, admit it and, um, you know, talk to you guys about it. Um, So, you know, good for him. Um, You know, everybody makes mistakes and, uh, you know, it's easy to point fingers. But, you know, I think it's what we've done all year and that's uh, pick each other up. And, um, you know, the next guy steps up in a big situation and we just, uh, you know, keep being good teammates and keeping good people and, you know, getting behind each other.
0: What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show on the fan.
3: All right, to map this thing out, it is a a Brett Anderson uh, start tomorrow. We'll get the numbers on the matchup tomorrow. But then uh, Eric Lauer on Friday, game one in L.A. Corbin Burns on Saturday, game two in L.A. and final game of the regular season here in the 21 championship season. To be determined yet, there's been some conversation, uh, Craig Council, earlier today. It's not a lock that Woody is going to get another start, let alone another appearance. Now, hopefully that was with consultation from Brandon Woodruff because that's the first guy I'd go to. Woody, what, what's going to make you feel comfortable? You want a few innings on Saturday, and that'll give you you know, five days rest? You want to go on Sunday? You want to go two, three innings on Sunday? That'll give you four days rest if you want to go back to that uh, normal practice? Pretty impressive, however, with all the conversations uh, heading into the season about innings pitched last year and the elevation of innings, and uh, we're not going to see big, big numbers out of starters. Well, don't look now, but Woody started his 30th game. So six-man rotation, are you kidding? Off days, are you kidding? He got 30 starts this year. I mean, that's a normal season. So good for you, Woody, but I would consult with him. So again, Brett Anderson tomorrow, Lauer on Friday, Burns on Saturday, and then we'll see what happens on uh, Sundays. That Sunday game, Evan, that, that could be a game that doesn't mean anything for both uh, the Dodgers or the Brewers outside of maybe the Brewers need that uh, victory to get 97.
1: You know, Tim, I was going to wait to say this until a certain point, but I think I can finally announce it. I will be the starting pitcher on Sunday. Yes, They're going to activate me. They purchase my contract. I will be the starting pitcher for your Milwaukee Brewers on Sunday. take three and a third of three-run ball right there from you. That would be a nice start. <laughs> uh, that's assuming that my arm doesn't give out after 22 pitches. <laughs> okay. okay, But I'll hit one into the upper tank. I'll, Hap and I'll hit a
3: Anderson homer. going at it tomorrow. Uh, first pitch is going to be 12-15 after the last pitch you make the switch. Right here, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Postgame Show. Let's look at the numbers. Brett Anderson, J.A. Happ.
1: Oh, boy, are they large numbers. Brett Anderson, fresh off of a one-and-two-third inning start against the Cardinals last week. A 4-9 and nine record of 4.3 ERA. Mm. Going up against J.A. Happ, the 38-year-old who has not pitched against the Brewers since 2017. In his last four starts against the Brewers, he's given up at least four runs. So Brewers may have his number. He's nine and eight with a five point eight six
2: ERA.
3: Yeah, I won't complain about winning. That's for sure. Even though these game games, uh, well, they mean something, but they don't really mean something. I still like uh, when the Brewers win, especially uh, over uh, Lars Nootbaar and the St. Louis Cardinals. Your boy. What a name. <laughs> That is a great name.
1: That might be top 10 names I've ever heard in my entire life.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a great night. Uh, There'll be better days. And and as Daniel Vogelback said, they just got to keep doing what they've been doing all year, and that's picking each other up. We'll talk again tomorrow afternoon. And uh, despite the Williams news, try to smile. Milwaukee, the world will smile back.